Hello and welcome to Special Issue, a podcast about society publishing from Wiley. I'm Anna Ehler. If you're in journal publishing, which I'm guessing you are because, let's face it, this is a pretty niche podcast topic, even if you've never done it yourself, you can probably imagine that taking over a new journal is practically like starting a new business. It requires a ton of planning and upfront investment of time and resources, and you won't see the fruits of all of that effort for a long time, maybe not even for years. So you can imagine how much work it would be to take over a journal and simultaneously flip that journal from subscription to open access. But that's what the American Society for Clinical Pharmacology and Therapeutics did, and today we're bringing you the story of that journey, as told by ASCPT's CEO, Sharon Swan, at the 2019 Wiley Society Executive Seminar in Washington, D.C. Here's Sharon. I'm thrilled to be here today to share the ASCPT story about successfully flipping a journal to open access. The main players in our story, of course, are the people. The people from ASCPT and Wiley and the partnership with the authors who choose to publish in CTS. Beyond that, you're going to hear a few key messages from me today how important overall strategic planning is, both for the society and for the journal, as well as a compelling vision. How critical timing is, and how Wiley helps organizations do strategy faster. The importance of a consultant. And with the right people, the sky's the limit. Our leadership recognized the need through our strategic planning process back in 2013-14, before Wiley became our publisher. As part of our journal RFP, we noted that within one year of signing a publishing agreement, we would launch a translational science journal. Now, whether that was starting a new title on our own or taking over an existing title did not matter to us, frankly. It was more about the vision for a translational journal. So this journey to clinical and translational science was very much in the DNA of ASCPT and of our board and of the leadership of the organization. And that was reflected in the RFP that Wiley responded to. We already had experience with an open access journal, Pharmacometrics and Systems Pharmacology, and so we knew at that time that open access was the future. As I said, the story's a story about timing in part. And Wiley had an existing journal that was launched at a time when librarians did not have the resources for more journals, and the journal was not succeeding. When the decision was made by our board to select Wiley as our publisher, Shortly thereafter, our main contact, Sean Morton, called me and said, we may have something that you might be interested in, and presented to us clinical and translational science. And after conversing with our board about this, it was frankly a very easy decision for us. Our editor at the time, uh, was a candidate for the role. And he came to the search committee and he said, quite frankly, here's my vision for the journal. 
to make CTS the beacon for translational medicine. And he brought forth his vision in a very compelling way. Fast forward nearly four years later that we've been on this journey, the vision for CTS as the beacon of translational medicine is very much front and center in the vernacular of our organization, our strategic plan, and what you hear from our editors. CTS was a heavy lift for all of us. Straight away, I'm going to tell you that. Um, you can say that taking over and relaunching a journal is something akin to starting a new business. We had been in the journal business, and we had two other successful journals. Our flagship journal, Clinical Pharmacology and Therapeutics, and our open access journal, Pharmacometrics and Systems Pharmacology. So we knew that for this venture with clinical translational science to be successful, we all had to up our game. This is our editor, EIC, John Wagner, and our deputy, EIC. And as I said, our story is very much about the people. When they made the decision to come on board, they had a very deliberate strategy for developing their editorial team. Uh, that's our team of what we call our associate editors. Uh, we call them our editorial team. I know different groups have different names for that. For us, they're the editorial team. And their goal was to develop a very diverse team that reflected the diversity of the field. So we have academicians, we have people from the pharmaceutical and biotech industry, we have people from the regulatory arena, and we have people who are consultants, all that work in the translational medicine space. Our staff team, our journal consultants who is with us today, Morna Conway, as well as our Wiley partners, uh, Sean Morton and Brian Coughlin, knew that we could transform CTS to a successful open access journal. And I'm very pleased and proud to say we're doing that. This is our team of, our editorial team of associate editors. I will tell you when we started down this road, um, one of the main concerns at the first meeting of our editorial team uh, was of one of our associate editors who said, really, do we think that authors will pay APCs? That was the main concern. And now, in our fourth year, APCs are not at all an issue. While we originally anticipated that papers would cascade from our flagship journal, CPT, to CTS, in fact, that has not at all been our experience. Quite the contrary. Papers are coming directly to CTS. The editorial team, with leadership from our consultants, Wiley, and our staff, have worked diligently to attract content for our journal. And we're continuing to discuss our content strategy, looking at where we want the journal to be 36 months from now. Communication is ongoing. I have to tell you that's another key for our success. We're all really working as a team and communicating. There aren't any surprises here. And as CEO, I really focus on making sure that our board is up to speed, that our staff is all together, that our editor has got what he needs, that our consultant, the Wiley team, that we're all working as a highly functional team. And that's been one of the keys to our tremendous success. I want to talk a little bit about the impact factor, since that's still the, the coin of the realm, as we like to say. Um, 
when we launched CTS, it was a complete rebranding, revising of the aims and scope of the journal, and our impact factor has skyrocketed. And we are obviously very thrilled and very pleased about that. And I am happy to share with you, we doubled the impact factor in 2017. And last week with the announcement of the 2018 impact factors, again, doubled the impact factor of our journal. So we're near a four now, and we're very pleased and very proud with that, and want to continue to attract high quality content to this journal. We have taken a really broad view within our organization of what it takes and what it means to provide value for our authors, for our readers, for our reviewers. Um, and with Wiley's help, we have a really good mobile app that's getting good feedback. And we have been pushing out our eTox to our audiences as they become available so they can know exactly when new content is online. We have a blog post called Translational Bytes. And we have had a strong and consistent record of blog posts that our members of our editorial team willingly do. And it's been very well received. We've been consistently holding CTS webinars. And we have an active journal club that's focused on early career scientists. So I will tell you, our editorial board members, we gather them face-to-face -face annually to get some feedback and take the pulse and hear what they're saying and what they're hearing about our journals. And one of the things that we heard from um, a very respected member of our editorial board about their experience with CTS was that the reviews that they received from their paper from our journal were that she said the best that they've ever received. And this is from an academic researcher. And so that was a very proud moment because we know that we've invested a lot of time in this. We've spent a lot of time with our reviewers. And to hear feedback from the editorial board about the quality of the reviews um, really um, caused us to continue to want to excel and do better with not only CTS, but our entire portfolio of journals. So we're casting a very broad net talking about CTS, both with our internal audiences, our members and stakeholders, and then outside audiences in other scientific disciplines, and appreciating the feedback that we get. As we say, feedback is a gift, and we're very happy to receive it, because we can and we will do better. So you may wonder uh, what's coming down the road for us. Obviously, continuing to refine and look at our strategic plan and what we're doing, it's like driving your car down the road. You're consistently making adjustments to that. We're continuing to attract high-quality content and talking to our internal and external audiences and trying to think about and try out new things. What new and different things can we bring to the journal and try them out and see if they'll work? Most recently, we have started launched something called Editor and Training. An editor in training is actually an opportunity for an early career scientist to be mentored by either our editor or deputy editor. And that person is going to be working hand in hand with them. They're going to be a full member of the editorial team. And they're also going to be focusing on social media because that's what they like, that's what they enjoy, that's what they want to do. And most recently, we put out a call for candidates for editor in training and received an overwhelming response to this. We held some Zoom interviews. The editors made their selections. And we're going to be ramping these young people up. And one is from academia, and one is from industry. 
and we think it's going to be an absolute excellent opportunity both for learning for them for ink ramping up the social media for the journal very quickly, and also for, frankly, providing a pipeline for future editorial team members. What a better way to get experience and find out behind the curtain what really happens in an editorial office and an editorial team and how that works. So a few things you may wish to know about the ASCPT CTS journey. How did the journal impact our other journals in the portfolio? So I would tell you in a very complimentary way. Um, the aims and scope are unique for this journal. And as I mentioned, we're getting the majority of our submissions, direct submissions to CTS. And you may want to know how are submissions going. Well, on not as expected, the first year submissions were slow. However, in the second year, we quadrupled our submissions from the first year and increased submissions again in year three and now in year four, we're increasing submissions again, and we're fairly confident that with our new impact factor and continuing to build the awareness of CTS, our submissions will continue to increase. You may wonder what else is our feedback from that we've received from authors and editors and reviewers, editorial board members. It's been overwhelmingly positive to this third journal in our portfolio. Our editorial team has really done an exceptional job outreaching. I mean, they are super active at the annual meeting. They're out talking to our network and community, our, our infrastructure for how we organize science within the organization. They're active in the poster hall, going and looking at what's down in the hall and talking to authors. And they're really out there getting the message. And when they go um, and speak, they're talking about the journal, which are all excellent opportunities to get the word out. So you may wish to know what are our lessons learned to date from our journey. I would say the first one is to know that this is a many years initiative. This is not a one and done sort of thing. You have to be in it and make your plan and work your plan. I would tell you to build the strongest team of editors, staff, consultant, and the Wiley team as possible. Because this team has really bonded and has been very strong and have been a consistent, strong voice um, in helping us on this journey. I would say as CEO, and for those of you who are the leaders, the staff leaders of your organization, the communication, um, everyone's um, looking at you and expecting you to step up as CEO and the leader of the organization, the staff leader, and to really talk to your editor, your board, your staff, uh, your Wiley team, consultant, and keep everybody moving forward. Um, they're looking to you for leadership. And focus on high quality content acquisition and author services. Those have been really, really important things for us. Sharon came back again and again to how important it is to have the right team working on something as big as taking over a journal. And that is a huge factor in how successful, or at least relatively painless, a takeover is. Because this story is also about open access, though, you also heard how important it is, for the editorial team in particular, to believe in the open access model and be willing and able to put in the work to build awareness and bring in submissions, especially in those really early days. Sharon didn't talk as much about why the journal was a good candidate to flip in the first place, so if you're curious to learn more about the theory behind which journals make good candidates to transition to open access, check out the link in this month's show notes. 
That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time. For Wiley, I'm Anna Ayler, and you can find more episodes and learn when new episodes are released by subscribing in iTunes or wherever you like to listen. You can get more news and information on Society Publishing from Wiley on Twitter by following us at Wiley Societies and on our website, wiley.com slash network slash society leaders, all one word. Our theme music was produced by Medine, and this episode was edited by Dennis Velasco. Thanks for listening. Thank you.